Welcome to another edition of The Broadcast, and I am Vicky Barcelona, and with me as always is Sarah. Oh, hey. Uh, before we get into talking about what you guys have messaged us, yes. what is our contact info, Sarah? We have an Instagram, which is The Broadcast 999. You can call or text us at 253-778-6029 or email us at thebroadcast999 at gmail.com. So if you listened to last week's episode, you know that we are changing things up a little bit, mm-hmm. shortening up the podcast. And we did get some uh, messages. And we shortened up the intro music. If you just heard that and was like, wait, what? Is something missing? I mean, it's still done by the fabulous Allie LaRoe, who yes. is a fantastic local musician here to the Seattle area. And she's just all around badass. I love her. Yeah, we just made it shorter. Just uh, to kind of fit, we're kind of uh, playing around here. So we did get a couple of messages. Uh, I will read some, and then we'll play you some as well. But uh, we got one from our buddy James. James. message. He says, uh, hey, your buddy James here. And I have to say, I don't like the shorter shows, and it's just not enough sassy Vicky and Ratchet Sarah. Uh, (laughs) You can never have enough sassy and Ratchet. Let's get real. (laughs) Well, actually, yeah, you can, probably. (laughs) I mean, yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and uh, hey, Lady Caesar here, by the way. Thank you for the, you know, little toy thing you got us with the little oh. stiffy, if you know what I mean. Oh, I know what you mean. I like it yep. a lot. It was funny. So thank you. He says, I just wanted to say that if you ladies are shortening the podcast because you have other stuff to take care of, uh, then shortening the podcast makes sense. If it was up to me, the usual 45 minutes to an hour would be amazing. Smiley face, smiley face, hashtag barrel man, which is the little barrel. (laughs) Oh, thank you. Um, But so we will uh, play a voicemail as soon as I can get to it. I did decide on something. Mm -hmm. So we will compromise here. The podcast will stay about 20, 25 minutes long, but we'll give you two in one. Ooh. So we will record two at a time and have them there available on the same day. Yeah. So then you can decide whether you just want to listen to one, whether you want to listen to two. Mm-hmm. So you still get about 40 or 50 minutes or so of content on the same day, but they're split up for those who like little bits. Mm-hmm. Little bits. Little bits. I don't know Sorry. who likes little bits because I like the big bits. Sorry. It was a brick and Morty reference. Oh. It's like, no. what is it? Tiny bits. Little bits. Because it has tiny mouths and it. Way over my head. I've only seen like half episode, maybe. I mean, I I don't know. I don't see it being your your jam. Definitely not my jam. And all my friends were super high watching it. So I was like, Uh, maybe this does something if you're super high. Yeah, I think so, too. Yeah. Um, So let's go on to voicemail. Hey, ladies of the broadcast. It's Stevie. Um, Just want to let you guys know I'm doing fine. I'm in rehab at Everett. I should be out this weekend. And then comes the fun part of not working for a long time. So, you know, once in a while I'll call you guys and let you know how I'm doing and thinking about you. Thank you again, everybody who's come visiting me and all that. So I uh, don't have anything interesting to talk about. So talk to you all ladies later. Bye. Yay, we're glad you're in rehab and we hope you uh, feel better soon. Sounds and- like you're progressing, which is awesome. And uh, hopefully you get to, like, do something fun, like watch some cool shows. Yeah, watch some good movies, you know, take up knitting or quilting or friendship bracelets. When I got surgery, I made a lot of friendship bracelets. (laughs) Oh, man. Why didn't I get one? Oh, that's embarrassing. I did get another message. Hey, Vicky, Sarah, Sailor. Anyway, uh, do not like the seven minutes version girls 
keep me busy at work. Um, and also, I left a message a couple weeks ago about um, uh, Vicky. If uh, you watched you watched Russian Doll, and I love it. Yay! Uh, I was just wondering if you know if there's going to be like a part two of it or if they're going to continue on if you know anything about it uh, again I'm not a fan of the short clip or segment you guys just had that sucks <laughs> alright thanks later uh, that is very fair <laughs> so hopefully you are a fan of the two podcasts that was one. so real I loved it that yeah, just, just sucks I mean, that's fair uh, as far as Russian Doll season two, personally, I don't think it needs a season two. Really? I kind of liked it. Like, uh, have you? You haven't seen it at all. Yet. I have not. Uh, it's filthy. It's. I think you might dig it. Actually, oh. I don't. It's. Do you not think it needs a season two because you think like it ended really well with season one, or you think season two it'll like kind of just fade away and uh, then become like a bad show? I of. feel like it, it ended really well. Mm-hmm. Like it didn't end. Like, the picture bow perfect, like, you would have wanted it to end. Yeah. But I think it works. Like, I can't really explain it without giving it away. Yeah. No, I get it. Yeah. So, it's, you know, based, if you guys don't know what Russian Doll is, it's about a smart-ass New York video game developer named Nadia, who's played by Natasha Leone, who is Nikki from Orange is the New Black, who drinks, smokes, fornicates her way through her 36th birthday, then dies horribly while chasing down her missing cat. And she wakes up at the birthday party the same night and starts it all over again and again and again. It's Groundhog's Day uh, with cursing and just being like, you know, existential angst and early midlife crisis. And Netflix isn't saying as of yet um, if there's going to be a season two or not. But if it kind of follows the same pattern of Stranger Things, so we might say maybe February 2020 if they were to do another Mm -hmm. one. but. I really enjoyed it. I feel like it doesn't need it. It was just like a standalone story. I am curious what they would do. Yeah. If they... So you'd still watch it if they did make a second yeah. season. Just because I don't know how what they would how they would go about it, you know? Yeah. I don't yeah. feel like, yeah, like I said, it doesn't need it. Interesting. So you should check it out, Sarah, and let me know what you think. I know. I should. All right. So one of the things that I've been meaning to talk about for a hot minute now is we wake up freaking early. Dude, uh, and I know a lot of you out there do too. And if you're with me, it sucks. I want to. I want to know what time is early because when people are like, "Hey, we're gonna go," you know, we're having an early night or we're having dinner early. I'm like, "What's early for you?" Because early dinner for me would be like two o'clock. My dinners are usually around four or five. Like that's. If depending on what time my folks get home, but if it was up to me, my dinners yeah would be up at four o'clock. See, I can't do dinner that that early because mm-hmm. I know myself and I will want a second dinner, you know, because mm-hmm. I don't go to bed like at seven. Like if I went to bed at seven, four o'clock dinner would be great, but I can't go to bed at seven. It usually uh, doesn't. Do you nap at all? Oh, yeah. Okay. Oh, I am the best napper. I'm way better <laughs> at napping than I am actual sleeping. But yeah, I can't do dinner at four. Or I would be hungry at eight again. And then 
stuff. What time do you go to bed typically? I have an alarm set to my phone on my phone at nine o'clock. Okay, that is my take my birth control and get ready for bed alarm (laughs) because I would like to be in in bed like falling asleep by nine thirty. That's a good. That's about a good time, especially if you nap during the day and you wake up. And what time do you wake up Monday through Friday? Uh, my like four thirty. Yeah. Yeah. My. I have a weird system. I used to have like alarms that went off every half hour because I was paranoid of oversleeping. Mm-hmm. And then I realized until Rev pointed out, you're not getting any REM sleep that way. Oh, yeah. Because your body every I'm, half hour, like the whole night? And starting from like one or so in the morning. So oh, I, girl. I remove like 90% of my alarms. Yeah. And it's worked a lot better. So now I wake up, I have an alarm at two, and then I have an hour and a half. So that lets me REM sleep. Mm-hmm. And I wake up at 3 30. And then depending. So then you know your first alarm is like. Okay, you still got time, though. Exactly. You're good. You're good. But I'm then like, you know when the second alarm goes off, you're like, this is my second alarm. The thing I hate, though, is that my 2 o'clock alarm is I wake up, like, ready for the day. Really? And I'm like, I'm not going to wake up yet. And then I go back to sleep. And then it's like snooze, snooze, snooze. Mm-hmm. And I have a hard time getting up. I sometimes have that when I randomly wake up in the middle of the night and, like, have to pee. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, my alarm's going to go off soon. I'm like, oh, wait a second. I still got some time. <laughs> but but now I'm awake. And Yeah. But according to uh, Dr. Paul Kelly, from uh, who's a scientist at Oxford University, he made the discovery that says starting work before 10 a.m. is similar to torture. Really? Yeah. Before he, 10? 10 a.m. Um, that's starting work. Not necessarily waking up. Yeah, yeah. Not. But it's like having your brain function mm-hmm. and try to get work done before 10 a.m. So he examined the forms of modern day torture and found out that waking up and going to work before 10 a.m. is the most common one of all. And he says that everyone has their body clock, also known as the circadian rhythm. And the body clock is pre-programmed and cannot be changed. So we force ourselves to wake up every day earlier than our organs and brain are ready to. Then we're fighting our natural clock, and that has many adverse effects on our health. So he believes a lack of sleep is an international problem and, as mentioned before, can be dangerous for our health. Mm -hmm. For example, starting work earlier than 10 o'clock can cause sleep deprivation and emotional and physical stress, which can also lead to even more dangerous health risks. So he tested the theory out in a school in Britain where they changed the lesson start time from 8.30 to 10, and they discovered that after a certain amount of time, the attendance level and general productivity were improved significantly, and the improvement was also seen in the students' grades. Wow. Could you imagine if you had a job, like even if it was radio or any other job, where you could just come in at work and start working at 10 a.m.? Dude. I feel like you'd get you'd have to leave a lot later. So that's a little weird. Yeah, that's true. Like 10 to 7 or something. Or, right. Or, t- yeah, 10 to 6. I mean, I always think about like, see, it's so weird because I think about that. I'm like, I would want something that starts at like 2 Maybe (laughs) like because for me, even if my alarm was set to eight, like I don't naturally wake up at eight. Like I don't like on the weekends, I sleep the F in. I can still (laughs) sleep in till noon on the weekends. Yeah, I don't know. My my clock, my body hasn't gotten used to the early days. And I feel like, you know, once I wake up early on the weekend, that's when I'm like officially an adult because I feel like the older you get, the more early you wake up. Mm -hmm. But no, I can still sleep sleep in like crazy. See, I wake up, my natural response is to wake up around four because by then it's like, okay, you really need to pee. You're usually awake by now. Go oh, pee. yeah. <laughs> so I wake up, I go back to sleep. I'll wake up naturally at like seven. But if I don't have any plans that day, then I'm just kind of chilling. Chilling. And then I'll probably stay awake for an hour, maybe watch TV, maybe grab cereal. 
and then I can go back to sleep till like 11. Oh, okay. So you just so, need like a little time in between to yeah. like your body's like, oh, I'm awake now. Let me eat something. Okay. Yeah, I'm ready to go like, back to bed now. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Which is not healthy at all. <laughs> well, yeah. But see, so if I had like a job that started at two, that would be perfect because my body would naturally wake up around like 11, 12. Maybe I'll drink some coffee, have some cereal, and then I'll make it to work. When people talk about like, oh, yeah, I wake up early and I go work out at the gym or go for a run or on the elliptical at home before work. Yeah, I like make, six in the morning just I because make, they like want to. Right. I make breakfast. Like I, for me, if I eat breakfast, it's cereal. Yeah, or, or I reheat it's like a protein le- bar or, or something super simple. Reheat leftovers that are just there. Yeah. It's just I don't I couldn't imagine doing that. If I wanted to do that, I'd have to wake up at one. I know. I say like I never eat breakfast before getting here because I I you choose between breakfast, taking a mm-hmm. shower, or getting more sleep. And I will always choose getting more sleep because I know my body wants it. And I feel right. like and then I make excuses to myself like I want it. Like, this is good for myself. Like, less emotional and physical stress, (laughs) right? But, yeah, I would, like, those people that, like, oh, I have to be at work at, like, 8, but I wake up at 6 so I can make a pot of coffee and read the newspaper. And I'm, like, Well, nobody reads newspaper anymore. It's all Facebook. Some people do. The old folks still do, don't they? I don't know. I read my Kindle. I mean, that makes more sense. And I'm, like, good for you. Like, that's your you time. Or even people that can, like, commute, like, or take a bus to work. It's like, yeah, it's about an hour to get to work. I just take the bus and I read there and I'm, like, I I don't have that option. Even when I lived in Seattle, I didn't have that option. I honestly would probably pass out if I had to take the bus into work. Sometimes I take it home and I'm, like, don't fall asleep. Yeah, don't fall asleep. You're going to miss your stop. You're going to miss your stop. I'm, you know, don't be one of those people that are like snoring on the bus. Like, right. like is she okay? You're gonna get videotaped, and that's gonna be yeah, drooling, which sometimes does happen. I know the one thing I it, it's tough coming into work super early, especially the last two weeks, Comic Con, and I was at Dice Tower Con in Vegas, and I could feel the con crud just kind mm-hmm. of lingering. Like mm. I'm not sick, like fully sick, but I feel it. Yeah, and you'd feel like exhausted probably. Yeah, and I like the last two days I have gone home and I'm like, okay, I have stuff to do. I need to get this done. What like between housework and work, and I slept through most of the day. Yep, I'm the same. Just like damn it all. I'm the same. I've just needed that much sleep. Um, but that actually kind of got me thinking. Like, what can we do to get the most out of the sleep we get? I mean, you could also, besides getting a really good mattress. Yeah, and not set your alarm every half hour. Right, don't do that. Um, But I did find this article from success.com, and it says, um, give yourself an actual bedtime. So you pick a time at night when you typically start feeling tired and go to sleep every night at that time, even on the weekends. Sticking to a daily sleep routine keeps your biological clock in order so that you'll sleep more soundly. And if you do have to change your sleep pattern, do so in small increments like going to bed earlier or staying up later by 15 minutes. Mm. I mean, it doesn't work for people our age because we go out on the weekends. Yeah. If I told my friends I have to be in bed at 930 on the weekends, like I would miss everything. Right. And I mean, it's not that I go partying per se. It's just hey, we're going to go have dinner or have a couple drinks at a brewery or something and just sit and chill. Yeah, usually everyone's still out and about right. at 9.30. <laughs> I, oh. realistically, on the weekdays, I am usually in bed by 7.30 or 8. Wow, good for you. And that's dependent if I have a nap or not. But Even like if you night, do have a nap? Yesterday in... I had a really long nap, so I was in bed at like 9 or 10. Oh, okay. Yeah, I think I was in bed at 9.30, asleep by 10. But if not, you're 7.30. Yeah. Dang, girl. Yeah. It's impressive that your body can just pass out then. Oh, yeah. I mean, is that impressive or is that, is that a medical or is condition? Or sad? <laughs> I'm like, is it, uh, it's like, do I need to talk to my Are you emotionally doctor? and physically, like, 
hurting. Uh, another one, it's to move, move, move. And it says, did you know that regular exercise relieves insomnia? According to a study at Northwestern University's Department of Neuro- Neurobiology and Sci- Physiology. You got it. <laughs> So people who got uh, aerobic exercise four times a week improved their quality of sleep and they were less tired during the day. See, I do feel that when Mm. I've gone working out and then I go home and try to take a nap, I'm too awake. So I can't nap if I work out first. Well, that's weird. That's weird because I kind of have sometimes I have that effect that I sleep so good because I'm mentally and physically exhausted. Mm -hmm. But there are the other times where like I sleep out or I work out at night. So when I come home and I try to unwind, like my body won't let me unwind. It's like you're still kind of on that yeah, workout on that high. Kind of high. Yeah, yeah. And actually, that's one of the things. Uh, it says unwind. It says make time for a nightly unwinding ritual, like reading a book, taking a warm shower, preparing for the next day, listening to soothing music. What do you do to unwind when you try to unwind? Watch TV. For sure. Which is hilarious because everything I've ever read says, oh, you need to not be looking at a screen before you go to sleep. Yeah, like your phone or anything. That's how I get to sleep, though. Like my, my, well, I'll have, I play the TV when I'm sleeping. I can't do that. My Mm -hmm. boyfriend love, he'll, he'll put on something and then he he falls asleep in like two seconds. And Uh I'm so jealous of it. And I'm like, once you fall asleep, you better turn off the TV because I don't want to hear this crap. Well, is it a TV or a computer? TV. Because you can do, depending on the remote, you can do sleep mode. So you can oh, say. You just pat, it just like shuts off. Yeah, it turns off after 30 minutes, 60 minutes, 90 minutes. It'll oh. just automatically turn See, off. See, he just turns it on and I'm like, you better not fall asleep. He's like, I won't. Tell him to start asleep. putting sleep mode in, like even 30 minutes, 60 minutes or whatever it is. And it'll just shut off. Mm-hmm. It'll just turn off by itself. Yeah, because I can't sleep with that. Because I start having dreams with whatever's on the TV. Mm-hmm. And it really screws my mind. That's fair. Well, and he like watches like political stuff. Oh, and I'm, no. not try- I'm not trying to dream about that. Shoot, no, uh-huh. like at very least make it something interesting. No, he he loves. He thinks that stuff's very interesting. Uh, oh yeah, like Rachel Maddow and like all of the. It's like the talk Maddow. shows, but Maddow, yeah, for like political stuff. Yeah, I'm not a big fan of the political shows, but I end up playing a lot of my app games. So I'll have like my Angry Birds, which is like the bejeweled version of Angry Birds, where oh, you're trying yeah. to do the matches and stuff. That may put me to sleep because I can't really yeah. play those games for long. Like I start like getting a headache. Really? Yeah. So I'm like, okay, maybe I just got to put this down now. No, for me, it's like I'm playing until my, I can't keep my eyes open. And then I'll just put the iPad away and then go to sleep. And you'll go night-night. Night-night. Um, number four is smoke and drink no more. So smokers are four times less likely to feel well-rested after a night's sleep than non-smokers. And uh, it's because of the stimulating effect of the nicotine as well as withdrawal pangs during the night. Um, the bad habit can also lead to asthma and sleep apnea. Mm. So add quick smoking to your uh, to-do list. And while you're at it, you should consider giving up that nightcap too. While alcohol might help you fall asleep initially, studies have found that it reduces REM sleep and can even suppress breathing. That makes sense. Yeah. I will say, though, I mean, I guess that makes sense if they say you help fall asleep faster. Because sometimes when I have a glass of wine or two, like It gets you cozy. Night, oh, my. I, I pass out so much faster. And I feel like I sleep better. If I have the whole bottle or two, that's a different story. I was going to say, like, when you go out have a night of drinking and you you pass out so hard, but you wake up exhausted, even if you slept 12 hours. So you're still not, you're not resting. You're sleeping, but you're not resting. Yeah, but with one glass or two glasses of wine, I think I'm resting. Okay, so I think this is what's going to help us. It says nap, but the right way. No, don't tell me it's just 20 minutes. I don't like that. I know. Is that what they're saying? It says naps help resor- restore alertness, increase productivity, and can be used as a sort of mini vacation escape from reality. 
But while naps are nice in more ways than not, you should try to limit yours to 10 to 30 minutes per day, preferably in the mid-afternoon. And if you nap too long, it will throw up your sleep pattern. Story of my life, honestly. Uh, like, I mean, I sleep like a couple hours at a time. Like, I can't help it. I sometimes do the 20 minutes. So I'll be, I'll like get home and then I'll have like a half hour before I have to like go to my yoga mm-hmm. class or something. So I'm like, and I can pass out in that amount of time and like deep sleep mm-hmm. and then I'll get up. But I, Sometimes I'll get up and go to yoga, and other times I'm still so exhausted. My thing with those naps is, like, let's say I put an alarm. You're going to sleep 30 minutes. I will not fall asleep. And it's not that I can't fall asleep. It's just that, okay, if I fall asleep now, I will get 20 minutes of nap time. So you never fall asleep in that 30 minutes? I know, because I'm, like, waiting for the alarm. And it's hard. Like, I have to be really tired. And it's yeah. helped. Like, I've done that where when I was in Vegas, I, like, your dad let me sleep in the get. Like, he had an extra bed. So I passed out for, like, an hour. They I went to up. Vegas for a con, not just because they wanted to go to Vegas yeah. together. No, it was not that. It, like, I had, <laughs> I stayed at a condo. <laughs> Jesus. Um, I'm going to quickly go by the next few ones. Uh, number seven says, say no to supersizing. So consuming large meals, especially ones that are acidic or spicy before you hit the hay. Um, is bad for Is you. bad because of digestion and heartburn. So if you must satisfy your grumbling tummy, choose snacks that combine carbohydrates and calcium or protein and the amino acid uh, trifotan to boost serotonin levels. So try banana with a teaspoon of peanut butter, fruit with low-fat yogurt, piece of grain, grain toast, and low-fat cheese or turkey. So no big (laughs) Thai meals or Chinese. Right. Big old baked potato and steak. Yeah, right. Uh, Make it a rule. Number eight, your bedroom is for sleeping only. So your bedroom is where you sleep. It's not where you watch TV, work, or eat. That's where I do everything. But I live with my parents, so my room is my office Mm. and my sanctuary. So George just put up a a big-ass TV, his old TV in our room. And I was like, dang, I should, like, watch TV in here all the time. This is dope. Um, So this one might explain something about your parents. It says number nine is sleep solo. But it says Dr. John Shepard, who is the director of the Mayo Clinic Sleep Disorder Center, conducted a study back in 2001 on how pets affect the sleep of their owners. Mm. And what he found was that 53 percent considered uh, their sleep to be disturbed to the to some extent every night. So pets and kids are usually aren't usually sound sleepers. So if they're sharing a bed with you, you might have a poor night's sleep, too. So it may be hard to say no, but you're going to have to keep that bed to yourself, which I'm wondering if it's also if you sleep with a partner. I think it is the same, dude, honestly, because, I mean, your significant other will roll around, will take the sheets, will accidentally kick you, will snore, will whatever. And like that affects your sleeping, too. I know the first couple of times I sleep next to a new person, I have I don't sleep very well because I'm like, am I taking the covers? Is he too mm. cold? Like, am I not cuddling? Like, I'm just overthinking. Sometimes all. even now I don't really sleep well with yeah. sleeping next to someone. And I, we've slept next to each other for a while now, but I'm yeah. like, okay, you're breathing on me. You're too sweaty. You're too you hot. You need to get you're a king co- bed. Dude, I was talking about that the other day. I was like, maybe we need a bigger bed. That'd be nice. I know. You slept in my bed before. Your bed is amazing. I was like, but then we would never touch each other if we got a California king because well, we'd don't be get on. A, I didn't have a California we, king. You didn't? You just had a king? I was a king. Woo, that king was huge. I know. I'm giving it away, by the way. Oh, not to me, are you? No. Damn. To another Sarah, my cousin. She's about to pop out kid number three, so her. she needs. Uh, she's like, I really want a king mattress. I'm like, well, if you want mine, I wherever I end up moving, buying a house, I need a smaller bed. Tell her, don't bring the kids in the bed, though. I know, right? If she wants sound sleeping, yeah. Yep, sucks to be her. And then it says, strike a healthy pose when you sleep. See, I always sleep like kind of on my side with one leg kind of bent, one leg sticking straight out, mm-hmm. one arm under a pillow hugging it. Yeah, and then like under a blanket. And I love the window open. If I can have the window open with like a big thick blanket. 
I'm happy. I've been loving that too. With the wind that just randomly will hit oh, your face a little. Especially yesterday because of the the nice temperature. I had the window open at night. It was yeah. Nice. But it's saying that the number one choice to sleep should be on your back because it prevents neck and back pain and reduces acid reflux. So if you're a back sleeper, though, make sure you have a puffy pillow so your head and neck are properly supported. But if you're a side sleeper, that's also good for your overall health. But you'll need a thick pillow to fill the space above your shoulder. And stomach sleeping is the worst because it prevents the neutral spine position and puts pressure on your joints and muscles. So if you can't help but sleep face down, then at least get a thin or no pillow at all. Maybe that's my shoulders have been effing with me. Dude, they've been felt so tight right recently. And I'm I'm such a slight side sleeper. See, I'm a, a side, side I'm a rotisserie sleeper, so I'll move around. You all around all around. I feel bad Do for you the guy snore? I end up with. Um, when I'm sick. Really? When my nose is stuffy, I'll snore. But Do I, you snore more like on your back or your sides or just I all the time? I, I hear that like when I end up snoring when I'm not sick, it's very rare, rare and very yeah. quiet. So it's not like <laughs> it's just yeah. little, little bits. Because I haven't slept next to somebody like for a long period of time for them to really judge how I snore. So I don't know. Well, I'm curious to see if it's just like a back, like a lot of people snore more on their back. I don't know. But J-Rubs snores so like... I have to push him every time he gets on his back because it's just automatic for some reason. Hmm. And I have to push him to his side. But then once he, like, gets on his back again, it starts up. You do a little nose kill him. Do a little nose strippy. Yeah, we have those. It only sometimes kind of helps. <laughs> or I'm just really sensitive. That too. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, let us know. Do you guys have any tips for what? how do you sleep? I make a little nest of pillows. So I have a queen bed. I do because I'll slip, I'll turn around and I'll hug a pillow and then I'll turn on my other side. I'll hug that pillow. I have quote unquote all of my friends, I call them. Mm -hmm. They're all like pillows. They all pretty much have faces though. Mm -hmm. I have nicknames for them all. Of course you do. So they're like my group of friends that I like (laughs) cuddle with. Squish Squish is number one right now. You would love Squish Squish. It's like this big... Oh, God, I got to show you a picture, yeah, but it's like this big to, pillow. It's so squishy. And that's the one I've been cuddling We might have with. to post on uh, Instagram later our uh, pillows because I have All a stitch will, and a moon cake. We'll think it's like a child's bed because I have like yeah. a good amount of them now. I feel I, like they keep building up because we go to arcades or like uh-huh. like the claw game. Yeah. And then like if you I get one. one or, you know, someone gives me one, I'm like... Well, this has to be in my collection now. But they're all on my bed, so it's, like, really creepy, kind of. You need to get, like, a little uh, cloth kind of corner basket thing they do, and you just put them all there, and it'd be cute. So then it would just be, like, a corner of all my creepy things. Instead of on your bed. I know, but I like to snuggle with them, too. Fair, fair enough. They need attention. Just switch them out. Anywho, (laughs) but if you guys have any tips for us on, like, sleeping, or what do you guys do, or what's something weird that you do. Yeah, or, like, are you a morning person and you love it, or, like, do you... Or what? have to get up in the morning and hate it. And like, do you, can you sleep in still on the weekends like me? And then your just body and system is totally off all the time. <laughs> and you're like, what, what is happening? We're curious. All right. But we'll talk to you guys next time. Bye.